0: Good afternoon to you, madams and sirs. Everything that you are certainly about to hear in this podcast is completely improvised. The film title and director's names are kept secret from our guests and our team until the moment that we hit record in case they're rustlers. Uh, They're about to work together to create a film that will undoubtedly make it easier to bring the cattle in. Welcome to this week's episode of the Improvised Movie Director Podcast.
1: are always pretentious. There's nothing more pretentious than a filmmaker. Well, my guest today school's pretension and instead focuses on making films that are honest and sincere. I'm Martina Minow and I'm joined today by Bruce Bellows, director of School of Rocky. Welcome, Bruce. All right, it's an absolute
2: pleasure to be on here today. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Absolute delight, Bruce. I've wanted you on for quite some time. I'm so pleased you're here, particularly in the wake of School of Rocky. What a hit!
2: Well, thank you very much. I wanted to combine my love of pugilism and just people get down the pub and just go for each other and just go lift, right, lift, right and just go for it. And
3: then we have a bit of a sing-song afterwards because we're all just having a laugh.
1: Oh, yes, I love that. Left, right, left, right. Or as we say in the Minnow House, go stuart go stuart <laughs> So, School of Rocky, obviously I watched it the moment it came out. But what's it all about, Bruce? Might I call you Bruce?
2: Uh, you could call me whatever you like. Bruce will do me. Uh, will do me great. So, School of Rocky is very much takes place after the Rocky set of films where old Sly Stallone decides to open up a school for music. Yes. And, of course, all the children there... Sort of they're down on their luck. They're a bit like old Brucey here. Didn't really have much of an upbringing to speak of, but they can sing, they can dance. They like to have a laugh, but also a little bit of a punch up. So I've sort of combined the best of a fighting film with the best of a musical. All of the punches are synced to the sound of trombones and clarinets.
1: A real cacophony it was. I thought it was delightful. And you actually managed to get Sly himself. you brought him back. God knows how old he is, but he's there, looking rather fit, I thought.
2: Yeah, he is actually 183 years old. We actually managed to celebrate his uh, birthday on set. There were many tears, not not from Sly Stallone himself. At his age, he has uh, trouble passing liquids, to be honest with you. But he is in, he, he, he had a lovely time. He had a lovely time, bless him.
1: And you could see actually, it meant a lot to him to be in this film. Right in that opening sequence, I could see that. I could see that passion in his rather dry eyes. I could see it there. Uh, I could see how excited he was. His first day uh, in 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 the school, welcoming all the pupils. Um, it was quite a moving opening sequence, I thought.
2: Yeah, it really was beautiful. It wasn't a dry eye in the house except Sly Stallone's, where they're more. Like little small beads uh, rather than uh, watery eyeballs, but it was indeed very so. It was just very humbling um, to see all the children looking Mm -hmm. up to Sly Stallone, and he actually presented a little song and a guitar solo in that first opening scene as well.
1: Wonderful, wonderful capabilities I didn't know he had. Well, let's cut to the opening sequence to School of Rocky, where um, the head teacher, played by my friend Sly, welcomes all of the children into the school. Here we go.
4: Hey, hey, hey you, stop running down the wall. Hey you, you can you put your tie on. Oh okay. No.
0: Uh, Who uh, are you? You're not our usual head teacher. You're just like weird.
4: No, 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 no. Look, listen, I, I'm here to motivate you. To, 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 it, to inspire you to greatness. You're just an oik, you know? The world looks at you as an oik, but I'm here to bring you to the greatness. I'm gonna take you to the top using the eye of the tiger.
0: I I don't need to be taken to the top. I had a hedge fund in utero. Like, I'm at the top. My father owns an island. The island is called Island. have you heard of it? It's in Europe. I don't need any tigers to take me to the top of anything. That's so 2003.
4: Look, don't you wanna come and run to the top of some stairs with me? Look, we, we can do it to a soundtrack. Hey, you with the trombone, give me a beat.
0: Nothing's gonna change my mind. I pretty much raised myself. My closest friend is my housekeeper. I don't need
1: an adult to support
4: me. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's okay, lean on my shoulder. I, I got you. I'll never let you go.
0: Thanks, Mr. Stone.
1: My goodness, I've not seen a man work a trombone like that since
2: 1972. That was amazing. We've we got all of the top class musicians in the world. That is uh, Tubby Tuber, uh, the greatest trombone player in, in the entire world.
1: What a delight he is. I hope he makes another appearance later on in the film.
2: He makes 17 appearances in the film total. He actually makes up more screen time than Sly Stallone, but you just got to... You just gotta look out for it, you just gotta look out. It's one of those Easter eggs that I like
1: to put in all of my movies. I love that. Actually, those things are only for cinephiles and, and those with a discerning eye, like myself, and well, I should be keeping a firm lookout for Tubby Tuba, that's for sure. So we see here, Mr. Bellows, Bruce, we see a little bit of um, a little bit of tension here. We've got Mr. Stallone opening up his school, great intentions, and then we've got Meredith. She's quite entitled, her father owns Ireland. Lucky him. And we. I think to myself, these two, they're two quite strong characters. Are they going to find a way to coexist? Because we all know that there are two hierarchies in a school. There's the teachers and there's the pupils. And never the twain shall meet. So I, I really liked that idea of tension between them. I felt like it was quite political at times. The, the younger generation against the older generation. What was your inspiration for this particular relationship?
2: Well, see, I didn't really get on with my teachers. Back at school, they're always trying to hold me back, trying to hold me down. So that's why I used to duh, get him in the left, duh, get him in the right, and then take him down, take him down, ground and pound, ground and pound, gotta get him to submit. Come on, come on, submit! Take this, Mr. Matthews! You think I'm bad at math! You think I'm bad at math! Well, I can tap you out to the camera. One, two, three! So that's where the inspiration came from, really. Um, so to to inspire the actors. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm quite a method mm. in the way that I work, so I actually spread rumours that one was uh, chatting about the other behind the other one's back. So just a, th- that tension is very real. That tension is very real.
1: I see that. And and let me just say, you might have been bad at maths at school, but you're a multi-millionaire, Bruce, so you don't need to count the numbers. The numbers count you.
2: I don't need to know how many zeros are in a million, whether it's five or Hey, it doesn't matter, because I'm I'm bloody loaded now.
1: What's a few zeros between friends? That's what I always say at my soirees. I don't have any friends, but I imagine that's what I'd say. Look, I really like the tension, and there was actually a bit of a head-to-head moment where they're in the gym, and Mr Stallone is telling Meredith it's time to behave, it's time to toe the line, it's time to follow the school rules, and she dresses him down. She picks him apart, and I think that is a broken man. She does it in quite a unique way as well. Let's cut to.
4: Look at those pets. Those are not pets of privilege, Meredith. Oh
0: my gosh. Listen. We wanna win the singing competition. And we do that every single year by singing the sweetest and also playing instruments. Ugh.
4: Why are we here in the gym? It's all I know, Marriages. okay? My whole life, I had to fight against things and I had to both myself up, okay? The gym's all I know. I mean, you're just a kid. What can you teach me, huh? What can you teach me?
0: Well, one thing I can tell is the fact that you keep fighting against life. What are you trying to fight against? No one's trying to push back at you. You're just trying to hide from everything. You're just trying to hide from every single thing. And you're trying to vicariously live through a couple of kids. For goodness sake, I can't help it that I've got a leg up to you. I can't help it that I've got a fresh start and you manage just been too busy fighting against things to let love in. Your chance is gone. You may be right,
4: but you're too small to be cynical. Why are you so cynical?
0: Because I've lived a long 10 years, and I've seen a lot of things. I've lived through lots of iterations of Pokemon. I lived through a time where you couldn't drop an iPhone in the toilet, and then you could drop an iPhone in the toilet. I've seen stuff. I've seen stuff. Tamagotchi's dying on me, left, right, and center. (laughs) Retro toys like (laughs) Furby. Furbies were like born in the 90s. How are they supposed to survive now? I've seen stuff and maybe I've been fighting it too. I fight so much that I, I don't let anything in. Just like you, sir.
4: We're like two sides at the same coin.
0: I never thought I'd say this, but I feel like we get each other.
1: Two sides of the same coin. That's rather poetic, Bruce. Tell me, how did you feel watching that scene play out?
3: I i, I promised myself I wouldn't cry at that bit of the film, but it gets me every time. It just reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me... All of that came from my diary when I was 10 years old, and I've kept hold of that diary every day since then, and i put it in the film, and it it always chokes me up. It always chokes me up, Martina.
1: Bruce, you cry. You cry while you still can. One day, you won't be able to cry, just like our friend Sly. So you let it all out, Bruce, while you can.
3: When I hit 183, and God willing, that I do, my eyes become little dry beads like Sly Stallone's I. I just hope I could be half the man that he is. It's why he's in the film. He he inspires me. He inspires me. Meredith is very much uh, the protagonist. Is me. It is me. It's everything that Meredith says. It's just everything I actually feel about the world, you know? It's
1: beautiful. And I feel like I know you better for it, Bruce. And I feel like I understand myself better. And here I am, sat at home, surrounded by... Ferrera Rocher's and a cheeky sherry, thinking brilliant, this has all worked out rather well. And then suddenly, there's a new kid in town. And it all gets a little nasty, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it's the same as it was all those years ago. This new fella thinks he's eats his cock of the walk. It's, uh, bloody Connor. Bloody Connor McGregor comes along. I knew Connor McGregor when I was just a boy and he was he's a dick now and he was a dick
1: then and it made me feel small i've met connor mcgregor believe me he doesn't pull his punches he was rather rude to me and i didn't like seeing him in this film to be honest it was uh i felt quite furious actually so connor mcgregor arrives at the school of rocky talk us through what happens next
3: well well you know what he's like he's always trying to sell his next fight he's always trying to put other people down and and the character of Meredith has to contend with Connor but 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 Slice alone sliced alone is is there to prop Meredith up and make sure that she she realizes that she's a person just like everyone else she doesn't deserve to be treated that way
1: definitely not um, yes and i thought you know what this film needs it needs a showdown between Connor McGregor and a 10 year old girl and i'm here for it Let's cut to that sequence now. And uh, they fight with more than fists, don't they? They do
3: indeed.
1: Oh, you think that you're gonna, your privilege is gonna save you? Who
0: do you think you are? Listen, look, I've got a wad bigger than your left ankle, all right? Just turn around and, oh, <laughs> M-G. Listen here, Conor McGregor, you think you're all cool because you're apparently a 10 year old kid, but you look like a 40 year old man. Listen to this. I am aware of my privilege and what it brings to society. And I'm not trying to throw that in your face. But if you're going to throw a punch at me, come at me. Come at me. I've been at a sample sale at Chanel. I know anger. No one knows anger like people that want discounted luxury goods. You don't know how thirsty and hungry they are! Okay, okay. You wanna avoid this with, with, with Black Friday rules? Fine, fine. Get your Prada ready, get your Gucci, because I'm going to take you down. Fashion style, New York style, Paris style, Milan style, you won't be able to do it. And that, that old thing dribbling in the corner there, he's not even dribbling. He just got puss of smoke coming out of his mouth, because he can't even let past liquid anymore out of his saliva. Look, i going to take you down, so let's get in this octagon, let's do this. Oh my day. Come on. Besides your ageism and your disgusting mouth, I'm gonna come at you. Here you go, a wad of Lemaire cream in your face.
4: Ugh! That's it, Meredith. He don't it hat.
0: You should've, you don't know nothing. That was nothing. Come on, I'm taking my shirt off. Look at those tattoos. Can you see those pound signs? Dollar signs? Euro signs? Yen signs? aren't the signs there's even a big coin in the back oh my days i'm gonna call child protective services because i don't know why your parents would even allow you to get those tattoos if you're 10 years old and i'm gonna hit you with some Cruzier pots these aren't even the best pots i own (laughs) that was solid ceramics and to finish you off i am gonna hit you with a birkin bag Uh,
4: You did it! Meredith! You, you did it! You rose to the challenge, Meredith. You're amazing.
0: I think I just killed another student, but I feel I feel great. I feel alive.
4: It's okay. You you could you can destroy him, it's fine, Meredith. It doesn't matter if you destroy him, okay? It's fine, because you're the winner. The heroes are the winners. The losers, they can die.
0: Oh gosh! Woohoo! What a time to be alive! Losers.
4: They can die.
1: God, thank goodness I'm white. My goodness. It's the eye of the tiger. The thrill of the fight. Wonderful, wonderful. The crusade, personal favourite. That, that's some heavy shit.
3: It always makes me cry when I see that scene in the movie. It's just like it happened all those years ago. It was just like that. It's just—it's like looking back into my own memories and seeing it recreated for me on the silver screen. It's—it's it's quite overwhelming to me. I—I
1: I, I felt quite moved by it. And do you know what I really appreciated, Meredith? We already know she's got immense privilege. Her father owns island. But does she throw that in Conor McGregor's face? No. She uses her own weapons of choice. She uses the Crusade. She uses Le Maire. And I thought, good for you. You're not relying on the patriarchy and your father's inheritance. No, no. You bring your own shit to the battle. And I liked that about Meredith. Uh, I found her quite inspiring. Talk us through the flash forward at the end. I thought that was quite exciting to leap forward ten years. Where is everybody now?
3: Well... This is
2: this is the the best bit of the movie, as far as I'm so. concerned. Uh, so of course we have Meredith, uh, of course, who is both the boxing champion of the world as well as head of the United Nations, and like the two
3: of those together, it's just it's just where it's exactly like it happened all those years ago. And of course, sliced alone, sliced alone. He's, he's still going. He's still going. He's. But he started his own rock opera now. He's learned he's from his, his pugilism days are behind him. And now he's, he's part of a, a single one person band uh, doing Coldplay covers. And it's absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful.
1: Uh, beautiful in the sly. 193 at this point, looking wonderful. Meredith, head of the UN and a boxing champ and beautiful cinematic parallelism, we see her at the front giving the welcome speech to the UN, just as our friend Sly welcomed everybody into the school ten years ago. It was a very moving speech. Poetic, I thought. Let's cut to Meredith at the UN podium, and our friend Sly is in the front row. Here we go. Everybody, quiet. She's coming up. Stay. She's coming up, Stay. There she is. Greetings,
0: people of the world, representatives of the United Nations, and those viewing. As we move in, thank you. As we move into the third year of world peace under my order, I'd like to reminisce back and all those years that brought me to be the person that I was today. I'm aware that not everyone had the start in life that I did. Growing up with a, a, an absentee father, but still someone that owned an entire island, which was island. Reflecting now, I was I was not a great person. I was not aware of my privilege. I was not aware that I could make a change and to be part of that change I needed to be aware. But someone Someone that's sitting in the front row right here. Someone helped me realize that. I want to welcome onto stage with me my mentor. And I like to say, my friend, Mr. S. Come join me, Mr. S. Come join me. <gasps> what? 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 What's What's it love Mr. S, you. <laughs> He always puts on this act. (laughs) Come join me. Mr. S, you are still quick-witted as you were from the first day I met you. Have you got anything to say to the world? They're listening with keen air. Well,
4: members of the delegations, Conor McGregor, Jr., who sat next to me in the front row. Meredith has taught me a few things about life, okay? Sometimes you aspire to get to the top. You climb those stairs, you hear that bell ring, and you jump up and down wearing a hoodie, thinking you've made it. But what matters most are the steps that you had to climb down to get there. What matters most is not where you're going, but who you're going there with. And I'm proud to climb these steps to be standing next to Meredith. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And thank you to the world. If I can achieve it, anyone can. And I'd like to lastly just give my love to Junior Conor McGregor. I may have slain your father. But it's okay because I'm rich and white, so you can't feel that bad. Some people may question a 10-year-old. A 10-year-old died at the age of 10 and now has a full-grown child now. Don't question science. Believe in the science. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: And there's Tubby Tuba playing us off. Wonderful, wonderful. Bruce, I loved every moment of it and I can tell from speaking to you that you did too. Tell me, this isn't your last work, is it? I've heard rumour there's another film. Is that true?
2: Well, I I don't want to give too much away, but I will tell you that School of Rocky Two is in pre-production at the moment. We've got all the favourites. Um, but this time I, we're going to swap it around and this time Tubby Tuber is actually going to be the main character. But I don't want to give too much more away than that, of course.
1: I love that Tubby Tuber is going to play a leading role. Wonderful. Look, Bruce, I'm very well connected. That's my privilege and I exercise it. I have actually got a trailer for School of Rocky 2. I'd be delighted if you let us play it. Would, would that be all right?
3: Oh, God, then, before I start crying, go for it.
1: Okay, listeners, world exclusive School of Rocky Two by Bruce Bellows, featuring my favorite, Tubby Tuba. Let's go.
4: Hey, somebody stole my mouthpiece, and now I
0: can't play the Tuba anymore. What am I going to do? Oh my God, but but Tubby, if you can't pay the tuber anymore, we're not going to win the UN World Competition of tuber playing. What are we going to do? I think we're going to have to dig out the old coach Sly for a bit of help
4: here, yes. We're going to have to resurrect that brain in a jar and bring him back one last time to give us what we need to move forward.
0: OK, let's go to the lab and bring back Sly.
4: Hey, it's me. I'm back. Nobody but all brain.
1: And isn't that what we all want? In a hero, no body but all brain. Wonderful.
3: It's just like it happened all those years ago. It's amazing. It just reminds me so much of my
1: childhood. I see that, Bruce. I see it really deeply. And we must have a sherry together because your childhood sounds remarkable. I'm so delighted you've chosen to put it on screen.
3: Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure just talking about the films and... Everything—it's just—it's like—it's this just like therapy to me, Martina. It really is. Just talking about old times with, with some of my pals. It's been—it's been lovely times.
1: I've often said film is like therapy and much cheaper. Well, Bruce, we've come to the end of our interview today. Do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners?
3: Yeah, you—you you don't let people tell you what to do. If someone steps up to you, you give them a left, you give them a right, you—you you show them that the, the, the dream is in your heart and you don't let anyone tell you how small or insignificant you are you can do anything you can be the boxing champion of the world you can be, become the leader of the UN you just got to believe in yourself
1: just believe in yourself listeners Bruce Bellows I believe in you The Improvised Movie Director podcast featured Sabrina Luisi as Martina Minow with resident improvisers Adam Courting and Monica Gaga. With special thanks to today's guest, Liam Brennan. IMDP is produced and edited by Steve Tanner. Theme music by Matt Brown and Johnny Griffiths. Episode artwork by Marty Sears. Additional music by Scott Holmes and also by Stan Babich. Follow us at Improv Movie Pod for updates on future episodes and live shows. Improvised Movie Director Podcast is a Four Foot One Films production.